Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What does it mean if you're the only person that's exceptional in your circle? A lot of times we tell people that looking at your circle, you know, you want to surround yourself with great people. And that's awesome. But what happens if the, the kind of people that you need, you don't have access to, and you are that person that people have, that's actually exceptional that people have access to. I say that because a lot of times I hear people who always want to tout and brag about somebody who is the first of something. I'm like, oh, that's great. This person is they're the first this, they're the first that, they're the first this, they're the first that. Well, we haven't often talked about how many exceptional people they had access to that got them there and who do they turn to if they're the first. I can tell you that I have found myself in situations where I'm the first and it's great to know that I'm the first and it's great to know that me being in there puts me in a unique position. But think about the fact that when you are the first of something, that means you're going to be moving in spaces and getting access to things that a lot of people in your circle have never been exposed to and can't relate to. Probably the best example that I give and I share is when I'm talking to people about their parents. When you hear somebody first generation to go to college, first generation to graduate from college, first one to be a lawyer, first one to be a doctor, that's all awesome. But as you're still growing and trying to become more professional and expanding your career, the reality is is that the people who you relied upon to motivate you and push you to get to this goal, they probably can't relate to what you're doing or what you're going through when you're there. Now, I'm not talking about practicing medicine or practicing law or being an elected official or anything like that. What I'm saying is that they have not had the opportunity to move in spaces, engage people, and attain intellectual property or valuable insight and information that they can utilize to help them move forward. So that means the people who are around you, at some point, they become more of a cheerleader and less of a resource to help elevate you. Now, I'm not trying to say that you can't learn from that person. That's not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is that this is one of the downsides of being the first because there is no norm when you're the first. You are the exception. And so when people tell you that, that noise about, oh, you know, work hard and, and you know, if, if I can do it, so can you. If you're the first, no, they can't because you're the exception, because you're not the norm. Now, don't get me wrong, because I believe Bill Russell said, you know, 
it's not about the first or the last, it's about how many. Anything else is tokenism, that's his words. He's making an eloquent point to effectively say that, listen, if you're the first, you're the exception. You're not the norm. So to say that you're the norm and that people can duplicate what you're doing is really lying to them because you're not really telling them anything unique because you're telling them that if you use this model, you're gonna work it out. It's gonna happen just like it did for me. Well, no, it's not because everything that it took for you to get from point A to point B occurred because there were a series of specific situations that presented themselves. You had to respond to those challenges and those challenges put you in paths that made you have to choose to go to the left or the right. You made those decisions and they got you to where you are. One bad decision, one wrong decision, one different decision, and you could have gone completely in a different direction. But we want to tell people that if they do this, they're going to make it happen. But that's a lie because it's not. Because you don't know what your pathway would be if you were faced with those same set of circumstances, which makes it even more glaring if you now find yourself operating in a world where you don't have a lot of guidance into how to navigate things that you now are being exposed to that your parents or some of your loved ones haven't. That's why if you're, once you start moving up, peer-to-peer -peer interaction becomes more crucial because as they're moving into some of those spaces, they can share you with you their experiences. But even then, it's still peer-to-peer -peer because as they are going through these experiences, and yes, they may have learned some things, you're doing the exact same thing as well. You're still going through it from a peer-to-peer -peer standpoint. There's nobody over you that you can turn to. If you're lucky to find someone, if you're lucky to find someone that you can reach out to who can give you that guidance, that's awesome. But the simple fact of the matter is, is that a lot of us don't have those people if you are the first in a particular situation. So I say that to say that we need to stop falling into this trap of telling people and celebrating a first. Now, there are gonna be people out there who are gonna hate and say, oh, you're just hating on people who are saying, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when somebody is the first, and we often use that old phrase, oh, reach back and pull up. The problem is, is that the people who you're reaching back to pull up, sometimes depending on who they are, they may not know how to handle the information you're providing to them if they don't know what to ask. You're trying to help them be exceptional. They don't know how to be exceptional because guess what? When you were going up through the ranks on your own, you didn't know how to be exceptional. Not saying that you're not an exceptional person. It's just that when you were making moves and putting yourself in spaces, you didn't know what it meant to be exceptional. So what you did is you looked for certain things. You looked for certain affiliations. You looked for certain organizations to join. You looked at everything around you that you thought would tell you what exceptional meant. The problem is, is that there should have been people to tell you that along the way. And this is the struggle that I have and I can't say that this is unique to black people, but I can only talk about it as a black man. That in my world, I recognize that I have interactions with people that the average person doesn't. And I'm pretty sure they're in this, they have people that I'm running across, they're in the same situation. But the re hard reality is that if you're the first, if you are the phenomenal, if you are the exceptional person, the cold hard reality is that there is a very good chance that you had no one around you to guide you to what the next level of exceptional looks like. 
And so for those persons who want to talk about reparations and generational wealth and so forth, we need to really start conditioning ourselves to impart upon the people, not this oh, reach back and pull back up, the, but really press upon what intellectual property means, what it means to show others how to be exceptional. And it's not by telling them to do what you did. It's not by telling them hard work. And it damn sure is not telling them that they have to work twice as hard to be just as good. You need to be showing them, telling them, and guiding them with specific information as to what moves they can make that can help them be exceptional. So it's important going forward that if you find yourself in one of these categories, if you find yourself being the first, I want you to recognize a couple of things. One, you are exceptional. Two, you've learned things from being exceptional that now puts you in a position to further get access to more things that other persons have never had access to that now you do. Three, take that knowledge and share that knowledge with others. Thank you.